it's time to scale your business for freedom for you and amazing client results. Welcome to Shine Online with Ellie Swift. I'm Ellie, ex-corporate marketer turned CEO, seven-figure business coach and mastermind mentor for coaches, creatives and consultants like you. I know you're committed to scaling your business and creating the time and financial freedom you most want, while also being the best in your industry with a reputation to match. I've coached over 1,000 women to make six, multi-six and seven figures using my signature Swift marketing method. And in this podcast, I'll teach you the strategy, marketing and mindset to help you do the same. Let's dive in. Hello, beautiful humans. Welcome to another episode of Shine Online with Ellie Swift. You may or may not have just listened to a brand new intro. And I say that you may or may not because I have recorded the new intro, but I'm unsure when my amazing podcast team will have it live. It may be this week or it may be next week. So if you haven't listened to it yet, it'll be here next week. Or if you just listened to it, surprise, if you're a longtime listener, it might've seemed strange (laughs) listening to a podcast episode uh, that maybe you listened to on repeat with a brand new intro. But I, funny story, I was away down South a couple of weeks ago for my birthday week, um, which you might know already. And uh, Che was like, oh, I really want to listen to the podcast episode that you did about 34 things you know about being a CEO at the age of 34. If you haven't listened to that episode, definitely go back a couple of weeks and listen to it. It's a, a great one to just have as like affirmations or inspiration. And uh, I was like, yeah, absolutely. It'll be good to, you know, listen back. I haven't listened back to a podcast episode in a really long time. And he pressed play on the episode and I was in the car cringing because I hadn't listened to a podcast in so long. And I was like, oh my goodness, my intro is so out of date. I really, really need to update that because it's just not an accurate reflection of where the business is in this moment. So I guess this is a reminder of if you don't listen to your podcast ever, go and listen back to it and make sure that your intro is up to date. All right, fam, today I'm going to take you through how to create a best practice mastermind or group program. I really want to take you through what this process looks like. I know it's a topic that is really important and something that's very of interest to all of you who are interested in creating something incredible for your clients, which is all of you listening. So before I go into what it takes or what it looks like or how to create that best practice mastermind, I'll keep using the word mastermind, but you can switch it out with group program as well because it's applicable to both. I'm just going to do a really quickie delineation between a group program and a mastermind so that we're working off the same definitions and we're super clear on that as we go through. So a group program is where you're essentially learning more about something start to end. So it's really sold on its curriculum and its start to end process that you're guided through, as well as people coming in with the real core objective to learn from you as the facilitator. So that's how we will define a group program. A mastermind, however, is all of those things, yes, but it's more about peer-to-peer relationships and supporting one another as well as support from the facilitator or coach. So 
you want to go into a mastermind knowing that you're going to have the opportunity to learn from everyone else in the space as well, and also go in with the energy of wanting to give as well as receive if you're going in as a mastermind participant. The community in a mastermind is something that can have the most incredible impact on your business. So for example, in my masterminds over the years, my clients have formed really incredible bonds, you know, best friend relationships, collaborations, given one another so many opportunities and and so many incredible other things. So that's essentially the difference between the two. They do get uh, used to sort of replace one another, uh, which I don't think is a is a bad thing. We don't need to get super hung up on it. The only other differentiator that I would say is that you might be creating a mastermind experience, the type of experience that you want to create as a mastermind, but you might call it a group program because your ideal client doesn't really understand the term mastermind. A mastermind is usually used more in a B2B or business to business context. So for example, if you're a fitness coach and you run, uh, say, a fitness group program, you might be creating that knowing that you really want it to have that feel of a community and a mastermind and you know, that type of uh, high level, high touch experience, but you might call it a program or an experience rather than a mastermind, because again, it's business to consumer and your ideal client isn't necessarily going to use that language. So know that the terms are interchangeable. Know that every time I talk about masterminds and every time I'm sharing on masterminds and in my program, the mastermind model, I'm always referencing information that you can also take and use in your group program. So to talk about how to create a best practice mastermind, the best thing to possibly do is start by telling you how not to do it. So basically sharing with you what I would not recommend when it comes to creating a best practice experience. And the surprising thing about what I'm about to share is that this approach is really, really common. I've been guilty of it before. You may hear this and go, oh, I've been guilty of doing that too. Um, But this approach is something that is not going to help you create a best practice experience. So here's what that is. It can be so easy to do one of two things. The first is that it can be really easy to step outside of our own lane by looking at what other people are doing and then perhaps try and emulate that experience. I say emulate rather than copy because I don't think the intention is ever to, you know, plagiarize someone else's experience start to end, but it can be very easy to go into a mode where we start to copy someone else's experience. Or the second thing is that we might try and differentiate ourselves, which is a really great thing. And I'm going to talk more about doing that in a really good way. But if we're looking to differentiate ourselves over and above considering how we help our clients get the best possible result, then we're also doing it wrong. So two things that I wouldn't recommend when you're creating a best practice mastermind. The first is creating it based on what everyone else in your market is doing, looking at the most successful masterminds and copying them or doing similar. And I say this as somebody who, you know, has had many people over the years create similar or the same masterminds as ours, where we've had to reach out to them and say, hey, this isn't going to work for you if you're just copying what we're doing. 
And the second is creating something that is based on how you're marketing it, but it doesn't necessarily have the substance of something that is an experience that's going to get really, really, really great results. So they're the two things that we don't want to do when we're creating a best practice mastermind experience. Okay, so now that we've got that out of the way, let's talk about how best to do it. So the best thing that you can possibly do when you're creating a mastermind or group experience or you're evolving an existing one is to start with the outcome in mind. We want to have a shared outcome for your ideal client to come into this experience with. What do they need help with? What is the outcome that they desire for their business or for a particular component of their life or their relationships or whatever it is that you are supporting them with? Clients will often ask me, do I need this shared outcome for a mastermind? And the answer to that is yes. And the reason why is that it's going to support us with our differentiation and that people are far more likely to spend if they can see an outcome. So let me give you some examples of this. A really great example of this is a couple of my clients, Jess and Sam, shout out to you. When they were in my last round of the mastermind model, they created a program, a mastermind that was all about helping women to scale and continue growing their mastermind through something that they call and have coined the slow movement. So basically really flipping on its head, the old patriarchal modality of building business and really showcasing to them based on their own experience that you can create and grow your business alongside family. You can create abundance whilst also going slower. And in fact, that that's the thing that supports your long-term growth in a sustainable way. So that differentiator, that clarity of message is the thing that attracted forth the right type of ideal clients, the right type of group for them, for their mastermind experience. Another example is our masterminds. So we have always created our masterminds through an ascension model where we have different masterminds for different stages of business. But the businesses that I'm serving specifically are coaches, creatives, and consultants, very specific type of business owner across different industries. We have people with brick and mortar businesses. We have people with online businesses across different industries, but they are coaches, creatives, and consultants. And what they do differently is they they run a very specific service-based business at different stages. And because of that, there's a real relatability across all of my clients in their different industries, in their different stages. I am officially interrupting this episode with an invitation to mark your calendars for a really exciting upcoming free event. On the 26th of October, I'll be teaching a virtual training called Sold Out Masterminds. In it, I'm going to take you through the three secrets that I've learned in my four years running masterminds that have sold out every single time. This has led me to create a freedom-based business that I love and an exceptional mastermind experience that gets client results. Let's sell out your masterminds and create a mastermind experience that keeps your clients coming back on repeat. Save your free seat now at ellieswift.com forward slash sold out masterminds. 
I'm going to wait a moment while you go and do that. Ready? elliswift.com forward slash sold out masterminds. Mark your calendar now. I can't wait. By having that really clear defining, this is for you if you're this type of person and you're seeking this type of financial outcome as your next step in your business and you're committed to scaling and growing it, it's really, really clear what that mastermind looks like, the type of people that they're going to be in community with, and the type of outcome that they can hope to achieve in that experience. I'll give a third example of this. So a third example is Natalie Ellis of Boss Babe in the UK, a big business platform. She has a mastermind called CEO Mama. Now that is specifically for seven and eight figure business owners who are specifically running businesses with children. So it's supporting those mamas in business to continue growing and building their business alongside having children at that particular level. So again, you can hear from each of these examples, all business examples, um, that you can hear that there is a very clear outcome. So again, you know, if you had a group program, for example, or you were selling your mastermind as more of a group program, uh, for example, one of my incredible clients who just came through the last round of Six Figure Circle, now called Swift Mind Scaled, she created an incredible group program program, which is for mamas who are on a health journey. And that particular group program is something where it's very specifically about supporting those mamas around weight loss in a particular season of their life. So again, you can hear how that really clear niching supports to attract the right people that are all going to feel in community with one another within their experience. So yes, you absolutely do need to have a specific outcome, even if it's for a mastermind and not a group program. So again, just to speak to this a little deeper, the reason for this is again, people are far more likely to spend if they can see an outcome They want to see their return on investment. What is the outcome that I'm going to get for the dollars that I'm spending on this experience? And then the second is that it creates differentiation in your marketing. So you know exactly what it is that you're supporting people with and how you're doing it. And then you have the opportunity to communicate that with them. Okay, so I want to now go one layer deeper and bring you inside something that I teach in the mastermind model, which is essentially the extra layer of depth of how to then create this best practice experience. So something that we've seen over the years is people creating masterminds that are, and this is generally speaking, this is not across the board, but I know you will have seen this, that people creating masterminds that are incredibly loose based on an experience where perhaps you're solely buying the expertise of the facilitator in the group without any structure or consideration of the mastermind container at all. So perhaps there's barely any sales page. You don't really know what the experience is that you're getting. You don't really know know, how you're being supported outside of calls or if it includes anything extra as part of the experience outside of communication. Like you don't know any of that. 
And I believe that this is why we've seen so many disgruntled purchases and people disappointed in their mastermind experiences in our industry because they simply aren't getting the value, both perceived value and real value from their experiences. So something that I teach in the mastermind model is something that I call the five C's of creating a mastermind. And I'm going to share with you what those five C's are so that you can hear a little bit about what I deem to be a best practice mastermind experience. So the first C is call experience. What is the call experience that you are offering to your clients? How often do you have calls? How long are those calls? How are those calls run? What is the outcome of those calls? Like knowing that information is so, so key and considering what that looks like is so key for you as a facilitator. And in the mastermind model, I take my clients exactly through how they can create that call experience as well as each of each of the other four C's that I'm going to roll into. The second is what's the coaching or mentoring between calls look like? Is there support between calls? What does that look like exactly? How are people getting supported between calls? The third is curriculum or content. Is there a curriculum experience? Is there a content experience? Is there an opportunity for people to learn additional information if they don't understand something? Are they going to get additional training? Are they going to be supported with that as part of their mastermind experience? The fourth is community. What does the community look like? How are you creating community? Is there an opportunity for people to be in community with one another, experience more community? What does that look like? And then the fifth is something that I call container criteria. Container criteria is basically how do you best use the space? What are the boundaries? What are the the guidelines of how you can best feel really safe in the space to communicate confidently, to feel like there's a confidentiality or know that there's a confidentiality, to know exactly how you can show up and utilize the space consistently. So I go into so much detail on this in the mastermind model, but I really wanted to share it here with you as well so that you can hear those five C's and perhaps as you're doing so, if you're somebody who has a mastermind already, you might be thinking, okay, there's opportunities for me to really evolve this experience to better serve my clients. Or if you're looking at creating one, perhaps in Q4 or 2024, you can consider what do I need to do or or what do I need to consider within each of these five C's to really create a best practice experience. So when it comes to best practice, it's looking at each of these components and communicating these to your potential buyer so they know what the experience looks like that they are buying into. So just as an overview, we've gone through what a best practice mastermind or group program looks like. We've talked about how it is not about creating something similar to everyone else in your industry, and it is not about marketing something that sounds really great, but without actually knowing what the substance is of the experience. Best practice is looking at those five C's and considering what it is that your mastermind is made up of. And it's also considering the specific outcome that your client is going to be working towards in your space. 
Okay, so before I wrap up, I've got something very exciting to share with you. And I shared this in the mid-roll of this episode as well, but I want to talk about it again just here before I close out. So I'm really excited to share with you that I'm hosting an incredible upcoming masterclass called Sold Out Masterminds. In this masterclass, I'm going to teach you the three secrets that I've learned in my four years running masterminds that have helped me to sell out those masterminds every single time. And that's also led me to create this freedom-based business that I love so much alongside creating exceptional mastermind experiences that help my clients get results. So in this masterclass, it's free. Did I mention that? I'm going to take you through how to run a mastermind that's profitable for you and gets the best possible client results, how to market and sell your mastermind so that you consistently attract new signups and retain existing clients, and how to create fully booked masterminds year on year using a very specific strategy that's different to the way we sell our other offers online. I can't wait to run this. It's going to be insane. I've been creating the content over the last couple of days and it's damn good, damn good. So all you have to do is sign up to elliswift.com forward slash sold out masterminds, elliswift.com forward slash sold out masterminds. Save your seat now, get it in your calendar. When you jump on over to the sign up page, you will see the timing based on your time zone. So it's the 26th of October, 7 a.m. Australian Western Standard Time, which is 10 a.m. Australian Eastern Daylight Time. And you'll just have to convert that to PST. It'll be on the evening of the 25th of October if you're in the States. So go ahead and convert that. There will be a replay. So if you know you can't make it live, you can absolutely access the replay, although there will be an extra special bonus for you if you do join live. So make sure you come on over and do that. I am so excited to host this. I can't wait. Till then, keep an eye on everything that I'm sharing over on Instagram and on our email list. If you are not already part of it, you will be able to be when you uh, jump on into Sold Out Masterminds. There's so much that I'm sharing over the coming weeks to really support you in this space with the aim that we're setting you up for Q4 and into 2024 as well. So much love. Have the best day. And I will be back with you next week. 